You are listening to Stumps here right across Australia with myself, Nim Cezor, and Simon O'Donnell joining us. Uh, thanks for listening. one 5548 Now, the JLT Community Series, the JLT One Day Cup, is on at the moment. It's been very exciting, Simon, and we've got uh, from Victoria one of the exciting spearheads and a man that you know quite well, Chris Tremaine, joins us. G'day, Chris. Thanks for joining us on Stumps. G'day, guys. How you doing? Yeah, can't complain, can't complain. But uh, first off, um, this time last year, you were in the one-day squad in South Africa, and they've Simon and I have talked a lot about, uh, you know, th- there's there's room up for grabs, spots coming up, especially ahead of an Ashes summer. Have, has that been on the mind, Chris? Because you've been playing some fantastic cricket so far. Um, yeah, I've, I've tried my best to sort of avoid um, as many of these questions as possible. Um but uh, yeah, everyone everyone seems to you know say say have a good game, or if they um, they bowl a couple of good balls, they they start throwing around the Ashes selection question, and and um, and obviously every player says you know we we love to play in the Ashes, it's a dream, and then it's um, it's all that. But um, I, I, I for the last five years, um, it's all just been about playing cricket. Um, you know, I, I sort of growing up, I never thought I'd actually play professional cricket so um selection in the ODIs last year and and um and continuous selection and, and then performing in um state state cricket has been um well you know far beyond what I whatever I thought I could do so um yeah I guess you know we leave that to the uh the experts the selectors and um and you know what happens happens um we'll leave it we'll leave it in their hands. Chris it's a great feeling to fulfill a dream isn't it um you you must pinch yourself sometimes the way you talk about um, uh, dreaming and the vision as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I remember used to going to uh, to Shield games, um, watching the odd game when Brett Lee um, would come back and play for um, play for New South Wales. Now, now, Chris, sorry. Um, one of the things that we've noticed the JLT Cup this year has been very even. Victoria sit on ten points. You guys need to win tomorrow against New South Wales to have a shot at the final. We've seen South Africa, uh, not South Africa, South Australia, really good. Western Australia, really good. When you go into every game that's uh, do or die, and you're missing Cameron White, who pl- puts a tremendous amount of experience in the Bush Rangers outfit, uh, does that add a bit more pressure? Um, a little bit. I mean, it's it's sort of hard to replace someone like Cameron White. Um, but uh, the we sort of discussed the the New South Wales team today and and uh, the possibility of taking on Stark and, and Cummins at North Sydney Oval. Um, you know, it, it was almost like a you know the faster you bowl, the, the smaller that ground gets. So um, <laughs> the, the the young fellas and and um, and a couple of the, the wise heads that we've got in the group have have done a really good job at, at preparing us um, mentally for for what we're what we're about to embark on this last game and. Um, you know they're all they're all very high pressure situations in um in any game really and, and this one's this one's really no different but it um it will be a good tussle it's always a good fight against New South Wales and and um you know they're always really good games especially at New South, uh, sorry North Sydney Oval where the Vicks have chased 350 and and so have New South Wales so it's um yeah it'll be a great game. Two things, Chris. Uh, one, who have you got lobbying? Who's the political wise head in that team of yours that uh, starts? lobbying New South Wales cricket and Australian cricket to get to play on bigger grounds because Fedicum, uh, it must be extraordinary pressure as a pace bowler and, and you've mentioned it, the harder you bowl the quicker they seem to go to the boundary on those those postage stamps. It, it, it would drive you nuts getting up in the morning think, knowing where, you, where you're going to be bowling today. Yeah, well, it's um, 
It is. You, you know, anyone lobbying that, it's a fast bowler lobbying it, or, or even, you know, the, the batsmen don't seem to mind. And, and even even the fast bowlers who sort of walk off and they've gone one for 80 um, sort of fully understand that they get, you know, their batsmen get a chance to, you know, they get their right to reply at the same ground. So, um, but yeah, I, I've always sort of questioned the um, um, sort of where and, and why it happens. I mean, we um, we play at North Sydney Oval in Des Moines and and, um, and Hurstville Oval. Uh, the other day at Hurstville Oval, there was the the, the track, the um, the bike track was actually closer to the the inner ring than the stumps were. So, um, and we thought, well, you know, these the the CA eleven that we play there, they grooming these kids to to play for Australia, and what are they going to do when when they slog sweeping balls over a forty meter boundary, then mm. uh, get thrown to the MCG or um, Adelaide Oval or mm. these bigger grounds against um, international teams? It's it's not not exactly um realistic preparation but um you know that's that's um that's cricket australia's issue and as players we 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 do what we're told basically and and um and um you don't really complain about it if you if you can execute a yorker as as good as a yorker can be it's it's you know you can't hit a six anyway so um but you know that's that's just what we what we'll put up put up against i guess outside of the fast bowling um pressure Chris the, the format I, I, I must admit watching and, and having it condensed into a, a short period of time I, I, I think it's good for the cricketing community is it good for the players uh, yeah well I think I think if it's good for the cricketing community it is, it is good for the players um, we get really good feedback uh, from supporters um, you can also get very negative feedback from supporters <laughs> that, that if you're not going so well but um, that's a whole different Different kettle of fish, but um, you know, it's you know, if if you're making if you're making the you know people come to the games and watch games and enjoy cricket the way they enjoy it, um, there is really no downside, um, and and the players understand that. Um, there is obviously a new generation of cricketers coming through who are who are big hitters and and um, crafty bowlers, and and um, I wouldn't be surprised in over ten years' time you find you find specific players just just playing the one format, but. Um, now that is that is um, that's that's a long way down the road, and I think it's 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 inevitability. But um, you know, it's it's great for cricket, and if it's getting more people through the gates, and um, yeah, we're we're doing something right. Courtney Cod lately? Uh, not lately. It's been a bit cold. <laughs> um, a couple of trout. Right. But no card, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you have no idea how much he was waiting to ask you that one, Chris. <laughs> hey, mate, before we yeah, let I'll... you before we let you go, I just want to quickly ask you. I mean, you've had a stellar run of form um, in last year's Sheffield Shield. You were the third highest highest wicket taker, forty two wickets with an average of eighteen point nine seven. Plus, you got your maiden first class ton. The Vicks are defending champions. You'd be pretty keen to uh, make sure you get that shield one more time. What's your preparation like for the longer form coming up? Uh, well, we've got pink ball first game in, at the Gabba, um, and then a few. Uh, we've got four games after that um, before Big Bash rolls in, and and um, switching from white ball to red ball um, as quickly as possible is is the way we're going about it at the moment. Um, we get this we get this last couple of games out of the way, and then we um, we switch our focus straight to straight to uh, uh, shield cricket. But I mean, as a fast bowler, it's really all about preparing your body. Um, you can you can flick your mind over pretty quickly to to um, uh, to red ball cricket from from uh, one day. So if if our bowling loads are up and our bodies are feeling good, then um, it's it's it can be quite easy to to switch. Um, but if you if you're sort of underdone, then then that's where you sort of hit hit a bit of a hit a bit of a snag. So 
Um, the, the medical staff have been doing a really good job lately at, at um, getting more bowling in us and, and um, we're, we're starting to ramp up now at the back of the, the one days. Well, that's, that sounds what we like to see there. Well, you'll also be back for the Renegades lineup up for the Big Bash too. You've got Bradley Hogg back in the side too. And I know that with uh, J-Pat injured, um, you're probably going to be uh, giving the new ball a little bit more, I think, uh, there, Chris. But, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on Stumps. Thank you so much for joining myself and Simon this afternoon, taking the time out of your busy schedule, especially when you've got that must-win game against New South Wales tomorrow in the JLT Cup. So we thank you for your time. Uh, not a worry. Thanks very much for having me. Good luck, Chris.